of March. Open the floodgates of heaven. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain, Father. Rain of your grace. Rain of your mercy. Rain of increase. Scripture says, if, 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 if the clouds are full, they empty themselves upon the earth. When somebody pray tonight, Father, let the cloud, let the cloud of grace empty themselves over my life this season. Let the cloud of favor empty themselves over my life this season. Somebody worship the Lord in the spirit, worship in understanding. Father, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you praise. We celebrate your goodness and we celebrate your mercy. We thank you for bringing us into a new month. Not unto us, not unto us, but unto you be all the glory and honor. For you've done all things well and for this we're grateful. We thank you, our Father. We bless your name. In the precious name of Jesus, we have worshipped. Somebody shout a better amen. And if you're feeling blessed already, can you put your hands together celebrate Jesus? Hallelujah. Please, you may have your seat. You may have your seat. I want to again welcome everyone joining us online from all around the world, wherever you're joining from. Uh, we want to welcome you very specially. We're having a great time here. And as you can see, I believe that the grace of God is reaching you wherever we are. I mean, you are, as we transmit from Pieces Conference Center right from Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria here. I wanted to put distractions away from you as we step into uh, the preaching and the teaching of God's word. Uh, it's going to be a short uh, exhortation, and we are going to pray. Uh, it's prayer and communion service, so I want each and every one of us to prepare our hearts to pray. And you know... It's uh, sometimes easier for you to pray for yourself or things that concern you, um, you know, supplication and all that. But tonight we're going to go just a little step more uh, to intercede. That's to stand in the gap for specific situations or specific people um, whom the things that we're sharing tonight were applied to. Uh, and I wanted to understand we're going to I mean, you're going to have time to pray for yourself, but I wanted to just have a heart that is open to God tonight to say, uh, God, just use me in the place of prayer. You know, there are many ways God can use you. God can use you to touch people's lives uh, by giving to them or by connecting them, but God also uses us in the place of prayer to stand in the gap for other people, to stand in the gap for family members, to stand in the gap for your church, to stand in the gap for the nation, to stand in the gap for a people group, to stand in the gap for children. God, God uses us. And tonight, everyone connected to this service, whether you're connected virtually or you're here in the room, I want you to know that God wants to use you in the place of prayer. It won't stop here tonight. But as you go into the month of March, one of the questions you should start asking God is, Lord, how do you want to use me in the place of prayer? Uh, you know, you can have a regular prayer life, and a regular prayer life is a prayer, I mean, it's a, it's a prayer life that is so focused on my personal needs. Yeah, that's a regular prayer life. Everybody has a need. Everybody has a need. And it's a no-brainer that if you believe in God, you should take your needs to God. And if that's the, uh, the, 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 the start and finish of your prayer life, then it's a regular one. 
It's a regular one. You know, disciples of Christ met him and said, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said, when you pray, pray after this manner. Our Father, who art in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. That signals us that Jesus is not teach them regular prayers. <laughs> because after worship, after acknowledging that, okay, we have access to your presence because you are Father. And then, you know, your name be praised. Hallowed be your name. The next thing is your kingdom come. For the moment you get to your kingdom come, you know that this is not a regular prayer, regular prayer life. And some of us, uh, we, we, we feel that the Lord's prayer, like we call it, is, is, is old school and all that. No, it's a great prayer pattern that doesn't get hold. Yeah, it doesn't get hold. Uh, so Jesus started by uh, showing his disciples that it's kind of prayer that you call kingdom advancement prayer. Your kingdom come. Your will be done or be enforced on earth as it is in heaven. That has nothing to do with whether I need food or I need a house or I need a car. And all those things are fantastic and you should get them in the place of prayer. You should take your knees to the Lord. It's just that let, I mean, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It comes before give us this day our daily bread. So our prayers must not be limited to give us this day our daily bread. And daily bread there speaks to needs, generally speaking. It's not about food. It's needs. Yeah, needs. That's why Jesus said, you know, in Matthew 4 and verse 4, man shall not live by bread alone. Not, you, sh you shouldn't be over-focused on, on your needs. When Jesus will come and tell, I mean, when the devil tempted Jesus, he tempted him about his needs, what his, his flesh was craving for. So if all our cravings are the major content of our prayer life, then that prayer life is shallow and ordinary. There's a more robust prayer life, and I, I, I don't know who I'm speaking to. This is just it, it, what, what I've said in the last three minutes. is not on my note. I didn't plan to say it, but sometimes the Holy Spirit just moves us to say things. Uh, to challenge somebody here tonight that God wants to use you in the place of prayer. It's okay to go into supplication. Uh, to, to, you know, to, to, to ask God for your needs and all that. But God wants to use you in the place of prayer uh, for intercession that you may be able to stand in the gap that God can rely on you. You know, he's always saying, if I can just get a man, one person who will stand in the gap, God wants to rely on you concerning your friend that is on the first lane to hell. You love the person, but you're not doing anything about the salvation of their soul. God wants to rely on you about that family member, you know, with a wayward child or, you know, or that, that person whose marriage is going down the drain. It's not just going to be only about counseling. Counseling and advice are good stuff, but some things are just are spiritual. Yeah. And spiritual things can only be spiritually discerned. And it's in the place of prayer that we discern spiritual things. And that we, we, we generate enough in, in spiritual energy to, to, to push back the darkness. Because when light starts to shine, darkness has no choice but to be dispelled. Praise God, somebody. Look at your neighbor for me and tell your neighbor again. Say, God wants to use you in the place of prayer. In this season. And in the seasons ahead of your life. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody making a, a, a commitment tonight saying, Lord, use me in the place of prayer? Can I see a show of hand? Will you, will you say to him yourself, say, Lord, use me in the place of prayer? 
Say, Lord, rely on me in the place of prayer. Use me in the place of prayer. Use me in the place of prayer. Say it one more time. Say, Lord, use me in the place of prayer. People online, I want you to say, type it out in the comment, you know, in the chat. Use, Lord, use me in the place of prayer. Let that be your commitment today. Lord, use me in the place of prayer. Use me to transform a family. Use me to transform a life. Use me in the place of prayer for my church. Use me in the place of prayer for the industry where I belong. Because God is always looking for people. God is always looking for people who advance his kingdom who will advance his kingdom. Tonight, I want you to join me in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12. We're going to be praying, and uh, our prayer focus tonight is going to be, uh, like I said, a bit of intercession and supplication, but we're standing against harassments, we're standing against the onslaughts of the devil. We're praying as a church like they did here in Acts chapter 12. So in the midst of that, you will see some things that pertain to you. Some things may not pertain to you, but you're still going to pray as if it's happening to you. Are you still with me tonight? I said, are you still with me? Everyone online, say amen. <laughs> Praise God. Acts of the Apostles chapter 12, and I'll read from verse 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Not all in the church, but some from the church. But if the church is a body, then what touches one person touches everybody. You know, something cannot be happening to my hand and my leg says it does not concern me. If it's one body, then what happens to one is happening to all. Because uh, if anything is happening to a body part, the entire body feels it. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, if you, if, I mean, just your high, if one high is paining you or something, it affects the functionality of the entire system. Am I saying the truth? Uh, somebody will ask you, what's wrong? It's just, it's, just, it's just this, but something is going wrong. So you still have to do something about it. Yeah, the leg still has to carry you to somebody who will pray for you, who will lay hands on you, or who will check it medically and say, this is what you should do. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so the Bible says here, now about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, who are the different agenda for disciples of Christ, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of the unleavened bread. Verse 4 says, So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him intending to bring him before the people after Passover. I'll pause here to say one or two things. As we pray tonight, I, I need you to understand something. Some things are going on in the lives of people. We just finished the second month of this year. We're going to the third month of the year, which will lead to the end of the first quarter. Somebody is saying from January, nothing, you know, Everything has been stagnant. Some of that person is saying, look, uh, it just looks like one or two things have gone wrong this year. Um, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I was in my, my children's school, and um, it was just a regular day, you know, doing some school runs, and a lady walked up to me who happened to be a member of this church, for instance, and was sharing something with me. The son just went for uh, dental 
check up or something, and they found something, and then they decided to do a test and all that. And uh, to cut a long story short, they realized that um, what they were dealing with was much more than toothache. Um, there was a blood disease that was causing the toothache. From where? I mean, a, a young boy who, who doesn't even go to the hospital. And then, to, I mean, it resulted into flying this young man abroad. Thank God it's a lot better now. I've been following up with them. But I left that place that day thinking, ah, this is just a young boy that was okay, you know, and all that. I mean, I think he was even in the same class with my, my daughter or something. Wow, from where to where? But you see, when the devil is on rampage, he chooses to just pick on one or two people here, the Bible says, he stretched his hand to harass some from the church. And the next thing you hear was that he took out James. I, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but you, the, 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 can you imagine how the entire disciples would have felt about this? Remember James, the, the brother of John, sons of Zebedee? Remember, even their mom was involved in the ministry of Christ. She visited Jesus. She had great plans for her sons. At some point, she requested, can two of my sons, one will sit on your right, the other one on the left. Now Christ had ascended into heaven, you know, gone and all that, and the, 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 the devil went on rampage through what we call the spirit of the ruler. The spirit of the ruler. That's Herod. It's not about the king, it's who is using the king. Yeah. And when the spirit of the ruler is on rampage, uh, critical things happen, like it happened here. James, they knocked him and just took him out. The old church, I mean, tiny church that Christ left behind, they were in serious fear because these were the people they were looking up to. After Jesus called Peter, the next set of people he called was James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Most of the disciples met them with Jesus. And then all of a sudden, took out James. What do you think will be going on in the mind of John, his brother? Or Peter? Who knew when they were called? Or all the other disciples that met them following Jesus? And you know, most of the time, Peter, James, and John were always around Jesus. I mean, it was something scary. To create fear in their heart. Tonight, as we pray, we're going to be praying for anyone who has suffered any kind of harassment of the devil in the last few months. Anyone who has lost somebody. Because that's the last person that will die in your family. I'm saying that will die young in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Anyone who has had to deal with protracted Helmet in the hospital, it looks, I mean, because the moment the devil took out James, then he went after Peter, and then Peter was kept in prison. That was a death sentence on Peter. Yeah, that was a death sentence on Peter, and, uh, can, can you do something about that, please? Yeah, that, that was a death sentence on Peter, and Peter, the Bible says, was kept in prison. The way he was kept, it was such that, one, he would not be able to escape. Two, there was an expiry date on his life. 
Bible said those were the days of the unliving bread, and that was before the Passover. I don't want to bore you with the details from, you know, biblical history and all that, the unliving bread uh, or the Passover. Those were specific holidays that were celebrated. I'm using the word holidays in inverted, inverted comma. Yeah, it's like saying that was during Lent, and they said before Easter Monday. You know, today, I think today is uh, Ash Wednesday or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you understand what I'm saying? That was how it was described. So there was already a date set up for Peter to also be presented and executed. So there are situations that the devil set up, and then they will say, oh, this person may not live beyond this time or that time. If there's anybody, whether you are here or watching online, as we pray today, we remove all those embargoes. I cannot hear your amen. Amen. Those embargoes are supernaturally released and removed in the name of Jesus. The Bible says with long life it will satisfy you and show you his salvation. That shall be the testimony of every family under the influence of this service in the name of Jesus. As you come into the month of March, you will move forward. You will not be missing. No member of your household will be missing. In the name of Jesus. Let me, let me just uh, uh, read one or two more verses and then we start to pray. The Bible says here in verse 5, but Peter was uh, uh, therefore kept in prison. But look at that. It says, but constant prayers was offered to God for him by who? By who? Yeah. That's why I was saying that God wants to use you in the place of prayer. There's power. In the praying church, where people come together, whether individually praying on the same thing, or come together collectively, whether now that we have virtual or in person, every morning in this church, every weekday morning we pray. There's no day that there's no testimony. None. No day. That's the power that comes from congregational prayers. Every day, there's a testimony. There's a testimony. There's a testimony. There's testimony. This is not a season for you to think that what will be will be Kesera Serah. Kesera Serah, like I usually say, is not a mantra of a, of a spirit-filled believer. Our life is not what will be will be. We are here to make things happen, not to watch things happen. Yeah. And we enforce the will of God. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That does not look like what will be will be. We are not gate men. We are not here to watch. You know, to just maintain status quo. No. He said we enforce the will of heaven here on earth. We are enforcement agents. And we do the enforcement in the place of prayer. Yeah? In the place of prayer. You know, if you live in the third world, quote unquote, and you, you, you are not used to law enforcement, you may not understand what I'm talking about. Where there's law enforcement, everybody behave themselves. Even the devil knows you can't pass that place. Yeah. Why do you think people do things orderly in more developed climes? It's because there's enforcement. The traffic light is working and it has camera. No, you borrow yourself sense not to overspeed there. So all this one that it just looks like the devil is on rampage is because there's no enforcement. When there's enforcement, even the devil knows where he cannot pass. Yeah. He knows who he should not touch. The moment the church started to pray here, 
What happened was that the plan to unleash terror on Peter was averted. I pray tonight, every impending terror over anyone's life, over any household, as we lift our voice here tonight, every plan of any impending terror on anyone's child, on anyone's spouse, tonight shall be averted in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say it better, amen. amen. So it's important for us to understand it, that when we enforce our authority, we draw the line for the devil, he knows where to pass and where not to pass. Yeah. Darkness is real. And oppression is real. It's just that there are boundaries that darkness cannot cross. And our oppression cannot overwhelm. Glory be to Jesus. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayers were offered to God for him by the church. Church, are we ready tonight? I said, are we ready tonight? Verse 6 says, and when Herod was about to bring him out, that night, Peter was sleeping. You know, I told you there was an expiry date on his life. Yeah. But that night, just before Herod would bring him out for execution, Peter was sleeping bound with two chains, hand and foot, between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and uh, it struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. Somebody's arising quickly this season. Everyone bound on hospital beds. Everyone bound in care homes. Everyone bound in sick bays, on sick beds. We decree tonight that chains are broken. Burdens are lifted. Everyone who has been bound to certain medications. Tonight we see the yoke of high blood pressure. Broken in the name of Jesus. Thank you everlasting father. Thank you everlasting father. Somebody listening to me tonight. There's this history of divorce in your family. And maybe you have even experienced it already. And your current marriage is threatened. And I want you to know tonight that that is not just it's not just normal. And it's not just because your spouse is misbehaving. There's something there's, uh, there's, there's, there's something that you need to deal with to stop the flow. Because that sounds to me like an operation of a familiar spirit. As we pray here tonight, there's a segment where we're just going to pray and just, just going to speak life. Romans 8 and verse 11, it says, If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he said, that same spirit, that same spirit, we're quicken, we're quicken, we're quicken. That same spirit will give life or quicken your mortal body through his spirit. As we pray here tonight, there's going to be a release of the power of the Holy Spirit that will break chains. And all I want is for everyone online and in person to just bring critical pictures of different situations and individuals to bear in the place of prayer. 
Don't be selfish in the place of prayer. Uh, just remember things. Remember people. Remember family situations. And let, let's just put them forward before God as this church will pray tonight. And let's see the power of God move over those situations. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. So the Bible says that and the light shone in the prison and it struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. They did not untie him. The angel just struck him and said, Arise. And as he arose, chains broke. Yeah. Chains broke loose. As you arise tonight and as you lift your voice, chains will be broken. Amen. Then the angel said to him, Guard yourself and tie on your sandals. So he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. And when they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel disappeared for him. Somebody tonight who has been experiencing closed doors. As we pray here tonight, grace is going to come upon you. Amen. You are going to have this kind of Peter's experience. You, you know the way I, the Holy Spirit you know, shows it to me, showed it to me a while ago, is that it's possible for grace to be upon someone and it works like automatic doors work. You know, it just senses that a human being is coming and opens by itself. That's the operation of open doors. So where doors were closed on some people, you have a mark upon your life. You walk close and it opens of its own accord. That was the experience of Peter. And I pray for somebody here tonight. I pray for a family here tonight that have been experiencing closed doors in finances, closed doors in business. Uh, as you walk towards the same doors, they are going to open up their own accord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Rise on your feet, everyone. Rise on your feet, everyone, everyone in the house. Rise on, on your feet. I need you to know tonight that the power of prayer, congregational prayer, is what we are leveraging. You know, this, this power works so fast, when you read further in that, in that place, and, and you, you get to like verse 14, the Bible says, when Peter got to the, the, the house where the church was praying, it was a house church, when, the, when Peter got there, uh, they, they, you know, they, 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 didn't, they didn't recognize, you know, uh, that it was Peter. They were second-guessing it, you know. The lady even ran in after she recognized the voice of Peter and told the people praying. Peter has been released. They said, you are not serious. Yeah. So in one way, you may think that the church was praying in unbelief, but what I wanted to understand is that there's power of congregational prayers. It does not require that everybody should believe. It just requires that we have agreement. <laughs> yeah, and that we are together. And the number of people that believe will overshadow the people that, who don't believe. <laughs> because when you look at it critically, you think that they were all praying. Not everybody there was praying in unbelief. Some people didn't believe that it was Peter. They told the girl, you're not serious. You're beside yourself. It can't be Peter, you know, and all that. Uh, who is on that system? Show the scriptures I'm talking about, you know. So uh, it was not Peter. It was, you know, you're beside yourself. Uh, uh, yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is his angel. 
Now Peter continued knocking. When they opened the door and they saw it was Peter. Some things will happen faster than you think. Yeah. You know, the church there thought maybe if they prayed for two or three days more, Peter would be released. Maybe they need to, needed to continue all night because it was the middle of the night. But God cut everything short and turned their prayer gathering into a worship experience. Because <laughs> what they were praying for <laughs> has come to pass. Yeah. And then instead of praying, they turned it to see what the Lord has done. See what, see what the Lord has done. What we One more time, one more time. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Oh, see what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to this word for someone and I'm saying it now so that you can pray and war with it one person I don't know whether you're here or online who has waited on the Lord for so long for the fruit of the womb tonight this communion service if you are online get communion materials something to break bread when we break bread this year is your year and you will testify. So as we are praying, just focus on that. The person I'm talking to, that somebody that's watching right now, is not you, it's a family member. So I need you to focus and allow God to use you in the place of prayer tonight for that family member because something is happening this year. Another person, it's not, it's not a delay. What has happened is you're trusting God for a particular gender. And I see God in his mercy answering that prayer tonight. Yeah. Somebody who wants a, a particular gender of a child. God in his mercy is answering that prayer tonight. Lift your two hands to Jesus. Right now we're going to be praying against every harassment, every attack of the devil. For any family where there has been a violent attack. Violent attack comes as sometimes as death like the, the error took out James some of the times it comes like a sickness that cannot be explained or one unusual loss of resources a business that's supposed to go smoothly just entered into serious trouble right now lift your two hands to Jesus and stand in agreement as a church and decree in the name of Jesus, we raise our voice to God tonight against every attack, every harassment of the devil, every violent attack, 
every uh, in every family where the spirit of the ruler may have raised his ugly head against them i need you to lift your voice right now and stand by the blood of the everlasting covenant and declare in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we decree that yokes are broken we decree in the name of jesus and the light shines into every household in the name of jesus i want you to lift your voice tonight and stand against the oppression of the spirit of death in every family any family connected with the elevation church we decree tonight that the oppression of death is averted in the name of jesus every spirit of violence in manifestation we stand against you in the name of jesus we reject your harassment in the name of the lord jesus the Bible says when the enemies shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard against them. A standard, a standard. Will you raise a standard against the spirit of death, against the spirit of violence, spirit of destruction, spirit of losses? In the name of Jesus. We raise a standard against every onslaught of the devil in the name of Jesus. Pray over children, pray over marriages, pray over spouses. In the name of Jesus, we raise a standard over every tongue that may be rising in judgment. We silence the adversary. We silence the adversary. We silence the adversary. Thank you, everlasting Father. In the precious name of Jesus, we are still praying. Isaiah 54, from verse 13, I'll read down to 17. Now we're praying against weapons, imaginations, machinations. You know, there can't be an attack, there can't be a violent attack 
uh, without some weapons, without some forces. The Bible says in verse 13 of, of Isaiah 54, it said, All your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. He said, In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Verse 15 says, Indeed, they shall surely assemble or gather. So, these ungodly gatherings happen, you know, periodically. It's not if they gather. He said, Indeed, they shall surely. So, it's not today. Uh, from the days of the scriptures, it has been established that there shall be a periodic assembly or gathering. He said, Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Look at verse 16. He said, Behold, I've created the blacksmith who blows the coal in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I've created the spoiler to destroy it. What does that mean? God said, The people who make the implement for them, the blacksmith, said, I'm the one that created the blacksmith. By implication, there's no weapon that I don't know about. Because I created the maker of the weapon. He said, and I can, I can cause the weapon to be destroyed. <laughs> he said, and I've created the spoiler to destroy it. So on the basis of that, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that may be rising, that shall rise against you in judgment is condemned. So there's two, two prayer points in one there. Every weapon organized in different spheres of life over individuals and families in this church, including your family, including your good self, any weapon formed or fashioned against anyone as we go into this month of March, uh, before the first quarter is over, we'll see the effect of weapons that have been destroyed in the name of Jesus. And he also said, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, somebody, I need you to lift your voice right now. Condemn weapons. Silence voices. Any voice that is rising in judgment with silence such tonight. Who is he that is speaking when the Lord of hosts has not spoken? Who is he that is speaking over your marital destiny when the Lord of hosts has not spoken? Who is he that is speaking against your business when the Lord of hosts has not commanded it? Lift your voice tonight. Who is he that is speaking over that child when the Lord of hosts has not commanded it? We silence every voice. We destroy weapons in the name of Jesus. We speak against every weapon of war uh, targeted over families. We destroy them in the name of Jesus. Weapons of fear, of anxiety, of discord, of bitterness. We destroy them in the name of Jesus. Every voice that is rising against people in judgment. Anyone uh, in the sea, in the air, wherever they gather. Anyone that is speaking against the destiny of any individuals. Under the influence of my voice tonight. We silence the voice of the adversary. Ye 
Precious name of Jesus. Numbers 13 and verse 32. Can you put it on the screen for me? Numbers 13 and 32. We're still praying. We're praying against evil reports. Evil reports. Evil reports. We're going to reject evil reports ahead of time. In the name of Jesus, no evil report will stand over you in the month of March. Whether medically, career-wise, no evil reports. Numbers 13 and verse 32, it says, And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people who we saw in it were men of great stature. You know there's a way you can get an evil report, evil medical report. Somebody listen to me right now. You have a, a medical report that is not a report of the Lord. You have a choice to accept or to reject. The Bible says whatever we reject on earth is rejected. I mean, it's, heaven will reject it. Yes, it's rejected in heaven. Whatever we accept on earth is what heaven accepts. So uh, the fact that it's a qualified gynecologist that gave you, qualified uh, uh, you know, nephrologist that gave you uh, uh, is from a professional. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just doing their work. The professional does not have any evil intent. <laughs> it's, the, it's where the sickness is coming from. That's where the evil intent is from. They're just doing their work. So somebody's listening to me tonight. Don't fight the doctor. The doctor is just doing his work. Yeah. But you know that that report is not from heaven. So you stand against it. They send spies to spy the promised land, just like, uh, you know, we do tests, we do all kinds of things. You send people to do feasibility reports, to do this, and they say, ah, that thing is not going to work. It's the, that, 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 ah. You know, they came to, to, to meet Jesus, and he gave him an evil report about Lazarus. Your friend, Lazarus, is dead. Some of the disciples says, let's go and die with him. Jesus said, no. He's not dead, he's asleep. That is the report of the Lord concerning that marriage. That is the report of the Lord concerning that business. 
It's not dead. It's just asleep. It's not an end. It's a bend. Lift your two hands tonight and decree and declare over every evil report. Whether the one that has come or that the one that may want to show his ugly head as we go into the month of March. We stand against evil reports. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we raise our voices as a church tonight. Ah, 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 to raise a standard against every evil report in every household. In the name of Jesus, we believe the report of the Lord. Ah, the Bible says every handwriting that is written against you shall be blotted out by the blood. Tonight, by the power and the blood of Jesus, we declare that no evil report will stand against any individual, any household in the Elevation Church worldwide. In the name of Jesus, we declare tonight that the hand of God goes into families, goes into households, goes into businesses, goes into marriages, and overturn evil reports. Overturn evil reports. Evil report over your children overturned. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice, somebody, and reject evil reports. We reject evil reports. We reject evil reports. We reject evil reports. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We overrule. We overrule. We overrule evil reports. In the name of Jesus. We reverse evil reports. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody declare tonight that evil report has been reversed. We reject that evil report concerning that blocked tube. That tube is open in the name of Jesus. That tube is open in the name of Jesus. That fallopian tube is open in the name of Jesus. We reject that evil report. We reject that evil cancer report in the name of Jesus. That cancerous growth starts to shrink. It disappears in the name of Jesus. Makante kere de gelebosha. E branda la gabayaba. E korodo gobosh. E karande legebosha. Mekete kere de legebosha. A karada gabayaba. Mekete kere de gebosha. Ikende de gelebosh. Mankata karadige lokobosha. Mere de gebosha. E brandege legebosh. Mekete kere de gebosha. A kalagarada gabaya. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless your name. Father, we bless your name. Lastly, tonight, before we partake of the communion, we're going to be praying for open doors. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 8 and 9. Anyone that influence of my voice who have experienced closed doors. So going to the month of March, you will march through doors. Your story will be lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted every everlasting door. Let the King of Glory walk in. Because you carry in you and on you the King of Glory. So no door will be shut against you any longer. In the name of Jesus. 
the Apostle Paul wrote something here. First uh, Corinthians 16, verse 8 and 9. He said, but I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost. Uh, Pentecost is another date that is maybe months ahead. Going by what was happening, Paul was not supposed to tarry in Ephesus. Going by what was happening, because when you go to the next verse, verse 9, it says, for a great and effective door has opened to me, but there are many adversaries. So I will not run away because of, because of the adversaries. I will tarry here and enforce these effectual doors. Yeah. Uh, I, I will stay right here in Ephesus. Paul said, I fought with beasts at Ephesus. And he was talking about dangerous spirits that he had to hold down to be able to enjoy great and effectual doors. I don't know where doors may be shutting against you, whether it's in business or family or in any area of life. I need you to lift your two hands to Jesus, everyone online, everyone right in the room. And I want you to begin to declare, in the name of Jesus, the hand of the adversary is broken. The great and effectual doors that have been opened for me, no adversary will stop it. No adversary within family. No adversary at work. No adversary. The adversaries of my soul, they are frustrated this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sir. Ah, lift your voice tonight. God said, great and effectual doors are open, but there are many adversaries. We declare tonight that the hand of the adversary is broken. The Bible says the Lord disappointed the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. In the name of Jesus, we decree in the name of Jesus that the hand of the adversary, their enterprises are disappointed. In the name of Jesus, anyone, adversary in terms of humans, adversary in terms of unfavorable situations, we stand against you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we enforce the victory of the cross. We enforce the victory of the blood of Jesus tonight. In the name of Jesus, Ye carondo lo prende lege bossa, mangrana curo dobo shite yende, a candere de gebossa, e crando lo gebossa, e prenico lo prehenga lique sisa takayaba, rakata kayagaba, le crondongo lo prenige suso tocarande, a carande le gebossa, i can pronogo lo bossa, i can tecarada gabaya, man preneke lique suso toca, e cranda lige bossa, e carande le kendo brondo cuso sote kayamba. Ah, Karanda Lagabayaba, Ekente Kere de Gebosha, Ekando Rodobosa, Mebre Nige Like Susotombo, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. I intended for that to be the last prayer point, but I, I just have a witness in my spirit that we should pray about two things in quick succession. The first one, I want us all to lift up our hands. The Bible says, uh, Paul writes and said, I wish 
that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands. This one is a prayer for mercy. And that's why I said we should lift our hands to Jesus. It's a prayer of mercy. As we lift our hands as a church and pray for peace over the nation of Ukraine and Russia. The prince of the devil over the nation of Russia. Can we speak against it right now? That is walking through the ruler. And decree peace over that region right now. No more bloodshed. In the name of Jesus, I want you to declare it right now. I want us to pray peace over that nation. Pray peace over that region. And rebuke anyone that is running any agenda. Contrary to God's divine agenda for this season. In that region of, uh, of the world, in the Soviet Union. I want us to pray right now. And arrest the spirit of the ruler. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Anyone running a contrary agenda to the agenda of God. We speak an end to it. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pro procure your mercy over that nation today. We avert the hand of the devil. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We speak peace. We speak peace. We speak peace. We speak peace over Ukraine. We speak peace over the Soviet Union. In the name of Jesus. We arrest every contrary agenda. Father, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come over that region. Let your kingdom come over that region. Let your kingdom come over that region. Makante kere de gebosha. Hey, braneke tekelenge. Hey, kranda lagabayaba. Let your kingdom come over that region. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Father, we thank you. Last prayer point for tonight. It's a special one. Today happened to be the birthday of Pastor Hia Deboe. Hallelujah. And I just have a witness in my heart that we should pray for him. Today is the de facto head of the Pentecostal movement in this nation. God has kept him for 80 years. The enemy has tried to destroy his legacy. There's no human being on earth that is perfect. But when you submit yourself to God, He can use you to any level. The, the, the church that God has helped him to lead uh, for the last about 40 years has done unprecedented things in terms of missions and church planting. Over 120 nations of the world, not many brand started by human beings have been able to achieve that, whether faith-based or, you know, or for profit. That's a phenomenal thing that God has done through him. I want us to use him as a point of contact to the leaders of the church in this nation and say, Lord, preserve our man of God. Let your wisdom rest over him. Preserve his legacy. Let a fresh wave of wisdom come upon the church that your agenda for this nation will not be subverted in the name of Jesus. Will you lift your voice and pray for Pastor Ia Deboe and ask that God will preserve his life and preserve his legacy in the name of Jesus. We thank God for all that God has done through him. 
we still believe that the hand of God is upon his life for good. God will preserve him to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living and increase his wisdom, increase his strength, and through him do many more mighty things. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray the hand of God over the redeemed Christian church of God. We pray the hand of God over Pastor Deboe's family. We declare that he will spend his, uh, his old age in happiness, in peace. In the name of Jesus, his legacy shall not be destroyed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord preserve him and preserve his household. In the name of the Lord Jesus, will use us, him as a point of contact uh, to the leaders in the body of Christ in this nation and in the nations of the world. We receive fresh wisdom, fresh grace, the mercy of God and the hand of God over our leaders. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Mount Prande Kelegebosha, Yekaranda Lagabayaba, Ekerende Legebosha, Ekerenda, Lekatuko Susu. Father, let your kingdom come over the leaders of the church in Nigeria and in our world today. In the name of Jesus, Makarende Legebosha, Lekranda Legebosata, Ekrondo Logobosh, Menkati Karande Legebosha, Akata Karadaba, Ekendere Legebosh. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. Lift your two hands to Jesus. Everyone in the room, everyone at home, bless the name of the Lord. Thank him for the grace, uh, for intercession, grace for supplication. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We bless your name. Wave those hands to him and celebrate his goodness. Celebrate his mercy. Lord, we march into the month of March with grace, with favor, with your mercy. We know that you've gone ahead of us to make every crooked path straight. We thank you because you have silenced the adversary on our behalf. We thank you for walls that are coming down. Jericho walls. Walls of partition that are coming down. We thank you, everlasting Father. As we partake of the table tonight, we dedicate this table uh, uh, to open doors. In the name of Jesus, we dedicate this table. In the name of Jesus, uh, to new beginnings. Uh, we dedicate this table to fruitfulness. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare that chains are broken. Uh, by the blood of the everlasting covenant as we partake of the blood tonight, we declare that harassment has come to an end. Violence has come to an end. No more attacks of the devil. In the name of Jesus, we decree a covering of the blood over everyone that will partake of the communion tonight. A covering of the blood of Jesus over you and your household. Evil will pass over you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name. Everyone joining us from home, if you can get any liquid at all, whether it's bread, wafer, or biscuit, whatever you can get around you, I want you to get it around us to pray over these materials and we trust God as we partake of the table tonight. We do this in remembrance of him as he commanded us in his word. Everyone in house, as you receive uh, the, the package, just remove the first layer and the second layer. The first layer opens up the wafer and the second layer the wine and you, 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 you can uh, partake of the communion with us. Let, let, let's say a prayer. Our Father, in the name of Jesus we do this as you are commanded. This is not a ritual. But do it based on your commandment. You said do this in remembrance of me. We remember the sacrifice on the cross and we declare tonight that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. 
it is the blood of the new covenant. And the Bible says that we have a better covenant based on better promises. We decree as we go into the month of March, let everyone experience better promises. Let the effect of the better covenant in your blood be seen in the life of everyone. Everything that we prayed about tonight, we seal it by the power in the blood. We decree that our hands and our eyes, our eyes will see and our hands will touch the testimonies in the name of Jesus. By the power in your blood tonight, we decree one more time that evil reports are reversed. So let healing happen now. In the name of Jesus. Let doors open now. Let your peace be seen in somebody's life. Let your peace be resident in someone's family. Let uh, a marriage that is falling apart be mended. Let strength return back to somebody. Let the heavens open over that enterprise. Let nothing remain the same. Let that womb carry children. Before this month of March is over, let there be supernatural conception in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let marital destinies be established. We thank you. We thank you. We decree one more time a covering over the Elevation Church. All over the world, wherever people are joining us from, in all of our locations, we decree tonight the covering of the blood. No evil befalls anyone. No plague comes near your dwelling. In the month of March, you dwell in safety. Your journeys are safe. Your needs are met. Your bills are paid. You live in abundance. You are a blessing. In the name of Jesus, you will touch lives this month. Through you, God will transform lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, He will use you in your office. He will use you in your neighborhood. He will use you in the place of prayer. Through you, the kingdom of God will enlarge. God will use you to win souls this new month. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless your name. Please go ahead and partake of the communion.